Sarah. Jane Adventures. Everything seems so right, my baby girl, my Sarah. Jane Adventures. Of the share slash listen slash subscribe slash download button thanks. Potter You think darkness is your ally? Hello? Can you hear me? I was going to make that joke. Oh no, I was going to make that joke. You stole it from me, how dare you? Who did I steal it? Hello, this is Potter The Serpent Jane Cast features. Hello. Uh, it should be extremely painful. For you. For you. Crashing this plane. We're going to survive I'm invading. Uh, Here I go. The Serpod Jane Cast Ventures. Whoa. It begins. It, it begins. begins. Um, hello. Uh, which Bane are you? I am a Michelle Bainchand Lee Bain. I don't know how to say, it, but well, I'm Michelle Lichand. Hello. Hi, and I'm the Bane of your existence. Um, yeah, Vision of the Bane. Uh, broadcast the first of January two thousand seven. Happy New Year. Same day as uh, End of Days. So that's gonna be a fun one to figure, figure out when, when, which one posts first. Um. It's post, but same same day. Uh, directed by Colin Teague, who directed um. Great job. Tor- directed some Torchwood. Yeah, very good job. We we just gotta say great job, Colin. Like like. Mm-hmm. Um, written by Rus- Russell T. Davies. Great and, job, Russell. We just, and, we just gotta say great job, Russell. Yeah, and unfortunately, did anyone else write it with him? Yes, unfortunately, Gareth Roberts, who is uh, t- um. Transphobic. Moving so, on. Yeah, moving on. You will get um, no applause. Yeah. Uh, the gist of this is that uh, Maria and her her Dilf <laughs> single <laughs> move into her, you can say Dilf, her <laughs> <yeah>. hembo tad. <laughs> move into uh, a house across the way from a mysterious recluse called Sarah Jane Smith, who uh, Maria sees talking to an alien. Uh, alien from Torchwood, and then they go. I think that alien was like Sarah. <laughs> I need to tell you about this weird <laughs> shit that's going down <laughs> over at Cardiff. And Sarah was like, "I don't want to know. Thank you. <laughs> don't give get a out shit. of here. Get out of here." <laughs> um. Yeah, but anyway, she she finds out the aliens exist, and meanwhile, there's. A soft drink company called Bubble Shock, um, and turns out that's an alien scheme to uh, control everyone's minds or whatever. Uh, and they've made a human boy called um, well, the Archetype. The, the Archetype, yes, who is designed to just be the archetype of ideal Bubble Shock consumers. Anyway. Um, they blow up the fact they're like big octopus and they blow, they blow up the factory at the end um, with an intergalactic telephone and they go on to be friends um, Bubble Shock a plot that could have only existed in 2007 mm. 
it 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 also it's kind of weird that Sarah Jane is reintroduced to Doctor Who and given her own spin-off two plots revolving around kids eating stuff that's not good for you. Mm. Mm, what you think about? I, I like yeah. I you like, know what? Elizabeth Slayton yeah. looking out for kids' nutrition. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Um, not to bring us back to another show, but I like how it opens with like a Mulder esque voiceover, being like, "Aliens are out there. We just, I've seen them. We just know all about them." Anyway, mm-hmm. here here's the show. Um, I. <sighs> It it's it's good. I think it's very good. Um, um yeah. I don't know if it's because we've uh, <laughs> we've been watching thirteen episodes of a show that isn't what it wants to be, but uh, this was like out of the gate. They knew exactly what they wanted to do. They knew exactly what tone they're going for. Everyone is on key, on sync. Everyone knows everything. It's like this is what happens when this is what happens when you have like a, a show where people are like we know what this is. We know what this is from the beginning. And I don't know why, but what what was different about this? Please don't say Chris Chip, no, but I don't know what was so different about um Sarah Jane Adventures that they just got it from the beginning, but they did and congratulations. They got it. It's insane. They got it. Yeah, it's everything is just so clearly said that like everything. I like how there's a kind of not so much an inversion, but like they play on the whole Doctor Companion idea, right? Yeah, yeah where where well, it kind of is an inversion because Sarah Jane doesn't want to have anything to do with any of the kids or anything. Yeah. Um, and at the end, then they're all they're all t- together. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, kind of weird right yeah i really like um that like it, it's a kid's show obviously but it's not treating kids as like idiots or like you know being like here's some bright colors to look at or well it's treating one that. kid as an idiot we have there's one kid in the show that is treated as an idiot yeah uh and that kid is casey kelsey uh, we're sorry kelsey kelsey, yeah. kelsey? Yeah, kelsey we're sorry uh so when you tell me that she does not come back, I'm like, good. Get out, Kelsey Hopper. Uh, you yeah. are not a good character. <laughs> uh, so that's two for two with Doctor Who making black, annoying young black girls. So you're on thin ice, Doctor Who. I'm looking yeah. at you. I, I don't really think it's it's the actor's problem. I think it's more that it's, like it's not. Yeah, the character is just, just like, not there. It's just... Like there's nothing there. To really... It's the same situation with Chloe Webber, where the actor's really trying her best, but the r- character is just like nothing. Yeah, which is annoying. Um, but no, she is something. She is annoying. Yeah, but it's, yeah. It, it's just like like counteracting that. Everyone else is on pitch and on key. Um, the guy who plays the archetype slash Luke Smith, by the way. Kind of sus, the archetypes. Why? I'll let that pass though. Too. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let that pass. <laughs> um, that guy, that kid, on tune. I love him. He's so cool. He's so cute, <laughs> and he's the way he says things. Not cute and like, uh, oh, fancy. Like 
like little kid cute way the way he says things and like oh uh is this i'm supposed to be embarrassed now is this happiness when he says at the end is this happiness i was like yes it is archetype it's happiness you can be happy uh he's like the perfect kid character because he's not like he he's just playing a character he's really good maria jackson is also really good but really like the the shining star of this episode is elizabeth slayton right she she is incredible yeah she is doing so much good work on this. Like, it's insane how vibrant she is, uh, how you can track the character arc from, like, just the way she acts, from the the conversation she has with uh, Mrs. Wormwood, who is another, well, we'll get to her later, but yeah. just, like, every time, the, the when she gets to do the big speech, the big doctor's speech of, like, leave this planet... She does it differently because she's not the doctor, and you you, you can tell that Elizabeth Slayton know this knows this character and has known this character for a very long time. You know. Yeah, it's like even like when she's just like show like the, it's like the minute she shows up, it's like like you can tell like she's just incredible from like minute one. Um, and and, and that was yeah. I, I was thinking like why? Hold on, sorry. I'm having breakfast. <laughs> I hope you don't gash me chewing or anything else. No. If you do, cut that out, please. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. <laughs> so basically, it's like this. I was wondering, like, why doesn't John Barrowman get the same amount of, like, pop in his show? And I think it's because a lot of Torchwood, I, and, not, and I'm realizing this after we've seen all of Torchwood, they still don't answer the question of, like, how did Jack get there, right? Like, we're used to the idea of, like, Jack's immortal and all that, but that was kind of a mystery for the first season of Tor- Torchwood. Sarah Jane has no mysteries to deal with. It's like, this is Sarah Jane, and you know who she is. And I feel like John Barrowman had to juggle not only being Jack Harkness, the character you all know, but also Jack Harkness... Not the character you all know, because this character has lost so much because he's been immortal for hundreds of years. But we can't show you that yet, because that's going to be shown later, you know? Yeah. I mean, as well as that, like, I think it helps as well that um, it's a smaller cast of, like, central characters as well. So, like, there's there's more, more of a chance for, like, her to get a focus. Whereas, like, Torchwood, you have, like... You to give like Owen and Gwen and Tosh and like even Susie and Yanto, like Riz. It, 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 yeah, you would establish all of them as well as trying to build up the central character, so you don't get not, like a lot of chances to really kind of develop there. Whereas here, you're like, oh, yeah, you can just be like, yeah, this is her and this is what she does, and then this is what well, these other people are doing. Um, I really you said earlier on, but um. Samantha Bond as Mrs. Wormwood is just mwah. So, uh, you know, you know, it's like, ah, uh, Mrs. Wormwood, ah, uh, Samantha Bond, literally, it's like, you know, when somebody gets, somebody get, he got, she got the assignment, you know, she knew the yeah. assignment. She knew the assignment, and she made a meal out of it. She reminded me of um, Simon Helberg in Annette, because Simon Helberg in Annette 
he got the assignment and he delivers these scenes where it's like he's bringing the emotion up to a hundred and he's playing it in a way that's not like human but that works really well for the character and for the situation that you're watching and i i found myself getting really hooked into the scene where mrs wormwood um is going through her kelsey's thoughts and she's like uh She's delivering jokes, but she's also delivering these like commentary on like what kids care about, and it's like, damn, like she could do it all. And I've, I have to apologize, uh, David, but I ended up spoiling myself a little bit because I saw that she comes back. Yeah, and that's great. Yeah. I I would never waste that character, you know. Yeah, she's. I don't know how much, how long, how long, how I don't know how many times she recurs, but she's a recurring character at some point. Um. Yeah, I just think the Bane, the Bane are incredible too. The Bane look like I was surprised how well that looked. Did, did, yeah, did, like when she did, when the Bane's chasing them up the stairs, I was surprised. I was like, "Fuck, that doesn't have the usual like Doctor Who effect sheen, where it obviously looks kind of weird and kind of off putting." Uh, I mean, we sh- we were recording this the same day we were recording uh, Runaway Bride, and that one has some dodgy special effects. But this one, it's like, damn, that looks good. You know? Mm-hmm. And that looks the, great. The Bane Mother is about the end. Um, like the huge, the huge one, the rafter is like, I think it, it kind of helps that it's in shadow, so you don't really have to worry about like the finer points of it, but like the scale of it and then the way it like interacts is. Incredible too. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it's really good. It was really good. I, I, and and the thing, the thing that sucks is like, <laughs> I don't think we don't want we don't want to turn this podcast into like this sucks the podcast. But like, when something is this good, you're just like, yeah, that was just like a good episode of television, and there's nothing I can say about that. <laughs> like, <laughs> what what can I say? That was good. Um, we can say that it's very funny that K9 isn't the copyright-free uh, safe. Oh, yeah, what was, what was up with that? Um, Bob Barker was like, I want to make a K9 TV show. You're going to dilute the brand if he's in this TV show. It's going to have more resources and more eyes on it. So you get him for like two minutes of screen time, and then you have to get rid of him again. Wait, because so... He- I'm all, uh, the guy who, so the guy who created K9. Yeah. Because the way, the way classic... Who worked is that if you create the character, you kind of own the rights. That's why uh, the Daleks were in yeah, Terry Nation. I know that. I know that. Terry, yeah. So Bob Baker owns the rights to K9. Um, I think Dave Martin is no longer with us. So Bob Baker's the sole owner of them. And because K9, the TV show, was in development, he was like, listen, if you're making a TV show with a character like Sarah Jane, who's so big, um, I, I don't want you using K9 because uh, like you're going to take away the limelight from any idea I have. Oh my TV. god, buddy. Yeah, but I mean as well as I mean the the whole K9 thing was only came about in uh K9 and company. Like like Sarah Jane was after K9. Well, it was before K9, sorry. Came into the show anyway, so like it, it always felt kind of weird that the associate K9 with her. To be honest. But like I like the hubris We'll get to that in like two years. But the hubris of the K nine franchise is just incredible. Yeah, I just um, 
I just looked at the TARDIS wiki and I saw a page that has given me um, the same kind of uh, chaotic pain you get from looking at a Lovecraftian creature. And the page is called List of Multi-Canine Stories. Uh, <laughs> and I, I look at it and I, and I feel, you know the gif from uh, Saving Private Ryan where Matt Damon turns into an old man? Uh, I feel yeah. like the more I look at this page, the more I turn into an old man. Ugh. Oh my god, what is it? <laughs> Why? Multi-canine stories. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I, have else, if I have anything else beyond um, Rhea's mom is a, a wild character who would be interesting to see where that character goes. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like, hmm, I want to I know a little bit more about that. Yeah, it's you know? interesting as well, considering like the... Like the, the if she like, if you consider her a companion in a sense, um, Dick to Sarah Jane, the way the the like the mothers of all the companions have been, well, I suppose there's only been one so far. But like in terms of, like in terms of where the sh- other shows go afterwards, um, the way mo- like the mother characters are always presented, like she's mm-hmm. such a stark like departure from Jackie in a way, because you know even like even though Jackie was obviously you know dismissive like she felt a lot warmer than Maria's mom who feels it's kind of like you yeah. know completely you know I don't I don't really care I don't really want to know anything yeah I, I, I just need, uh, it, yeah. It, it almost felt to me like a Maria's mom felt a bit like may I don't know I don't know enough about British culture but it kind of felt like it was wafting a little bit into like a parody of a specific type of uh of like cultural of like person like like they were yeah. parodying a specific type of person you know yeah I don't know I can't I can barely remember two thousand seven culture ten years old but um, the way the way she's like uh, how how to, the way she's like um oh I, I gotta go see Ivan and we were we were watching the TV you know what I mean you know what I mean yeah yeah um, I also like how Bubble Shock have a, have a bus to their factory. Uh, yeah, free, as long as you drink bubble. That was really yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's just so fun to see like a, a show like this take aim at like capitalism, and that's uh, aimed at kids as well. You right, know? right. Like, it's I, I, like I said earlier on, like the way that it, it just treats kids with like, like yeah, like they're intelligent. They'll get what we're saying here. Like they'll they'll know what we're doing. Like they'll they'll enjoy this. Yeah, and also yeah, like they won't. We won't we, yeah, it's good to see a show that like knows that it's it's audience and it does it's not afraid of its audience because a lot of time kid shows are afraid of their audience. I, I one of the things that reminded me this of this is uh brazil has like this huge story of uh super fun children's programming and super like educational and entertaining uh there's this like one channel that aired most of this children's shows and it was really much of the same vibe with sarah jane uh, and fun fact that sh- that channel actually aired Doctor Who in Brazil, um, but but I remember I was talking to the people who worked on that channel who worked on many of the shows, and they were like, uh, none of us came from children's entertainment. All of us came from like quote unquote serious uh, entertainment, like TV dramas and TV sh- series, 
and we just wrote it as if kids were those serious audiences. We we didn't. None of us were specialized in kids entertainment, and I feel like that's something Sarah Jane really gets it. Gets at. Mm. Uh, I, I I like to believe that's that's what Russell brought to the to the table. You know. Hmm. Um. Yeah. I I don't really have anything else. Uh, um. You know, we brought. I, I we don't. We don't have. Um, we don't have a segment yet. We will have a, a segment exclusive to Sarah Jane Adventures, much like how Goofs is exclusive to Torchwood. But until then, uh, I want to ask you a question. Um, the Thirteenth Doctor has been in one, two, three, four, five, six, six multi-doctor stories. Can you mm-hmm. guess? Can you guess which ones they are? Um, she's done like fifteen uh, issues of like Tenth Doctor. Crossover. Yes, they're right. That is, uh, she has crossed over with the Doctor on two comics, so that's two down. There's four to go. Um, there's one with, I would guess, there's one with the eleventh. Um, uh, you are correct, but can you tell me what that is? It's a it's a Titan one anyway, because I know I know IDW didn't no, have the... it's not a comic. Oh, it's a is a not is a oh is oh god is it is it that that lockdown one where they're all played by like impersonators yes and she she said she said okay boomer which i loved (laughs) (laughs) i love that i mean you do you hate that you say you hate that i i it's it's just it's just it's yeah i i i don't know i don't know um i i I love that she (laughs) called them fam and the six doctor just goes fam (laughs) (laughs) i I thought that was really good Come on! <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh god! Oh, um, I have I have a special quiz. Um, if you want to play that, it's a very special. Uh, oh quiz. yeah, sorry, sorry. I have we haven't finished the list. Oh, um, oh, well, sorry it, about that. It, sorry. It, it, well, you more... got you got three of them down. There's three uh, to go. Is there one with the eighth doctor? Nope. Is there one with the fourth doctor? Yes. Is 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 it like a, a fucking big finish? Qual uh, character no. thing? Is it a comic? No. Is it a book? Yes. Oh, she's got, she's in the time of Victoria, isn't she? No, she's in really? Scratch Man. Oh, she they put her in Scratch. Jesus, I don't Tom. know why, but she's in Scratch. Okay, the last doing? two are TV stories. Last two are TV stories. Which? <laughs> oh well. I, would they put the two episodes she's in with uh, Fugitive Doctor? Or you're right. That is one of them. That's one no. Of them. Th- that is one of them. They, they they're not count. Okay, there's one more. This is direct interaction. Direct in- Direct in- what? Um. I I think I think they fudged up the rules a little bit here because I'm looking at this one and I'm like, technically it is a direct interaction. Is, uh, is it? It's not. The end of Twice Upon a Time is it where she? It is in? Twice Upon a Time. That 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 doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, doesn't because count. Te- because <laughs> technically he says to the next doctor, you know, oh, let's be kind and oh, all f- that. Fuck off. Charlie <laughs> <laughs> Speaky. Um, it's not actually. It's, it's a special quiz. <gasps> um, it's it's called Guess Which Character from This Turned Up in Bonkers Spinoff Media. One character from this has turned up. Hmm? Who? Mrs. Wormwood. 
No. Um, Mother Bane. Bane Mother. No. Th- think, think smaller. Oh my god. The, the, one of these characters. The Davy? The, the, the first Bane that gets eaten up? No, but it'd be funny if he was. Um, what, okay, I'll, I'll give you a hint. One of these characters, um, becomes not really a main character. They become like a kind of supporting player in this very long running spin off series. Um, that's not really like officially licensed anymore, but this character, um, they're very notable for a particular reason. Is it Alan? It's not Alan. Um, I'll give you another clue. They're very notable for a reason that pertains to just this episode. You're literally killing me. I, uh, what the fuck? Uh, do you give up? Yes. Kelsey is a what about supporting her? character in Faction Paradox. Um, the- no, this is over. <laughs> this episode is over. This is over. We can't get bring Faction Paradox here. The isn't we bring Faction Paradox? This fucking thing is over. <laughs> she she's a character called Kule, which is um, bonkers when you think about it. she. Um, and it is it is explicitly Kelsey. The character who is, is for some reason just random in Faction what? Paradox. Which, if you look at, if you look at the yeah. Faction Paradox, has had like seven or eight different publishers since it started. Which oh is my just, god! <laughs> well, one day I'll get um, into Faction Paradox, and that's gonna be the day I die. Just, just ask, 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 ask famous YouTuber Samuel Davies about Faction. Oh, he Paradox. knows about. He'll, yeah, he'll, he'll just give you a rundown of of of, of Kelsey's involvement. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> I'm just insane. I'm. Ju- this is just a faction. Par- faction paradox. Fa- you know what faction paradox is like. You know in sitcoms what? when they're like, kids, clean up your room, and then they shove all the trash in the in the closet, and you go yeah. in, and you're like, wow, the room seems clean, and then you turn around, and the trash flies out of the closet. That closet mm-hmm. is faction paradox. <laughs> that like <laughs> the amount of shit that's in this fucking. <laughs> <laughs> insane <laughs> like there's comics and there's books and there's audio stuff and I'm like who who asked for this <laughs> who wanted this uh, stream the war in heaven for clear skin and watch, don't <laughs> watch the Arizona solution actually I watched it recently if you, if you want to see um, Colin Baker uh, in a romantic scene and by romantic, I mean the explicit kind of romantic. I don't think I want that. <laughs> or um, but off. you know what I do want? I do want to listen to podcasts related to the topic at hand, well, related to media. Really? Um, what are those? Yeah. Let, let me ask you. Yeah. Do these interest you? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Full Metal Alchemist. It does. Scooby-Doo. It does. Um, not every episode, but some episodes of the X Files. Yeah, I, that interests me too. Um, the Golden Popcorn Awards. That that definitely interests me. Well, let me tell you, okay. Okay. As I get rid of moth off my bed, um, let me tell you, friendlymush.com. Go there. You'll be, yeah, yeah, you'll be you'll be interested. What you find? 
That's I'm, I'm so excited. I can't wait to go there. Not like mm. I go there every day because I run that side. Really? Oh, well, then uh, st- stream after you stream the war in heaven for, for clear skin stream uh, for Metal Um uh, And uh, hey, yeah. listeners, if you if someone sends me $50, I will read all of Faction Paradox. If if we do, uh, if we if we start getting paid for this, I will also do it. Uh, as well as as well as a classic Potter, and big finish Potter, and uh, novelization Potter, and I don't know, uh, comic Potter and. Uh, John Pertwee's albums. I'll listen to them as well. Don't, you know what? Um, don't don't send us money. Save us from this this <laughs> this pain. That's it. Uh, um. But yeah. Next time. From out of the darkness, he is come. What is he talking about? Son of the great beast, cast out before time, chained in rock and imprisoned beneath the rift. What? Oh, hail what is next time? Oh, I have no idea. I have literally no idea. <laughs> just say, just say um, next time, Faction Paradox. But it's yeah, we're all, we're, we're, we're always Faction Paradoxing. Um, yeah. Uh, lock the gates. Lock the gates. Let's <laughs> go.